Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film preview, the first film preview for 2023. This is going to be for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Very long title, just about fits into our title box that we've got on the website. Um, I'm your host Matthew and yeah we're about a month or so out from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, uh, the third Ant-Man film. And yes, Ant-Man's got a trilogy <laughs> which is uh not something you would you would have thought of in in the past you know usually when you think about um the big superheroes getting film trilogies it's you know spider-man batman superman but um because no, wonder woman won't even get a trilogy will she because they uh got rid of wonder woman 3 anyway um yes the third ant-man film in the mcu uh, a few people returning we'll go through the cast list talk about my expectations talk about the director and of course the story, and of course there won't be any spoilers in this podcast because I don't know what happens in this film, which is why it's a film preview podcast. Um, I'm pretty excited for this. I mean, the thing is with me saying I'm pretty excited for this, name me any upcoming MCU project, any of them, and I'm excited anyway because of you know what has been built and the trust that's there and the story which is interesting and we're entering this new saga and everything and it's really, uh, really exciting. Um, it's interesting, after I did my uh, Phase 4 review yesterday, and I touched upon, uh, uh, not Aquaman, Ant-Man, and, uh, you know, where some of that story might go, and how, this, because this is the start of Phase 5, I believe, because uh, Black Panther, what kind of forever was the end of Phase 4, and how, to me, Phase 4 was very much a experimental build-up stage to the next big thing, because as, as I mentioned on that podcast, you can't just jump from big event to big event to big event in these comic book universes. Um, you know, I think I think some people were kind of expecting to go from, let's say, Endgame to Spider-Man to Black Panther to this and not do any of the bits, you know, in, in between. And that's the thing with, with, with the MCU. It, it's great when we get these really big films. And I think Ant-Man, this film particularly, is going to be the next, like, big checkpoint not, not not necessarily on the end game level maybe i mean I, I don't know it could be but the next like you have your build up things and then you have your big checkpoint films and this feels like the next one of those which is interesting because we kind of only just had one of those with black panther wakanda forever but it's all very exciting i'm i'm very very excited for where this where the uh mcu is going um so yeah start of phase five a, a new start for, for a new phase um some people didn't like phase four that's okay, but we're now into phase five, and uh, this looks like it might potentially be quite a big film. Um, so the story, from what we understand at the moment, let me bring up the cast list. I believe her name's Cassie. Yes, uh, Ant Man's daughter, or Scott Scott's uh, daughter. Um, seemingly does something with a, with a device, and an accident happens, and they end up. Um, you know, you've got the, the the wasp. You've got uh, when well, her name's written as Hope here. Um, Hope. You've got Cassie. You've got uh, I think Janet, Scott, and one or two other characters end up in the quantum realm. Uh, we know at some point in the second trailer, the most recent one, we see. Um, by the way, that's what prompted me to do this podcast is because both because it's a uh, about a month out from the film, and because we just had a new a, a new fresh trailer, which was which was good. Um, but yeah, they seemingly end up in the quantum realm. Um, they meet Kang at a certain point, or a variant of Kang. W what's exciting about that is we don't even know, okay, is that the same Kang that Loki met? 
in season one of Loki. Um, there's probably going to be different variants of people, which I'm very much looking forward to. You know, we're in the multiverse phase now. We can expect a bit more of that to happen. Uh, we do at some point in the uh, second trailer see two Scots, two Ant-Men, uh, which is very interesting. And there's also like the big tall one that falls apart. And it it's all kind of looking quite crazy. Um, the criticisms I've seen from this film so far, and it's fine to have criticisms of, of a film, is that it looks like a big CGI fest. I can see why people have, have said that. Yes, there's a lot of CG going on. But I, I don't think, like, it's... Uh, I was going to say fair, that's not the right word to use. I don't think it's quite accurate to just look at the trailers for this and think, oh, it's going to be just, you know, superheroes smacking into each other and lots of big colours and effects and like the, the MCU is kind of it still does do that at certain points but it's a bit deeper than that I think um, but there seems to be other stuff going on here as well I mean we've got Kang in, in like a full-fledged film because his his appearance in Loki and again it might not be the same version was very kind of introductory and tease heavy and the way he was talking to Loki and everything um, and this he's going to be like the full villain for it um, I think what's probably likely to happen in terms of what this will set up is we know that we've got, um, is it called Kang Dynasty? I think Avengers Secret Wars and Avengers Kang Dynasty. I can't remember which way around those are supposed to go. Um, Kang is probably the next big bad for the MCU, which is interesting because although I'm excited to see MODOK as well, I don't really know where MODOK is going to fit into this, but then I suppose the film will, will tell us that. Um, but I think this is all quite exciting. It's kind of just interesting, though, because... Um, and I've seen a few comments about this to do with Scott's character, and I, I kind of agree, and I'm, I'm curious about where they're going to go. Scott has been sort of the MCU's grounded character for a while. Like, he wasn't really... I don't know, he went into the... Um, where was it that he went to? In the He got trapped somewhere in the second film, and then we wondered how he would get out for... Uh, Endgame was that also the quantum realm or was that called I think that was called something else um so he can do a bit of that he's known for a bit of that but he's known for being you know Scott the kind of funny guy and um not he's not been as well in involved as much involved as much in the sort of like serious big stuff like like if you look at the two Ant-Man films it is kind of very grounded and it's you know this guy in an Ant-Man suit and obviously Wasp comes along hope as well um, and now putting him front and center against Kang, uh, I think is going to be kind of an interesting change for the character. But then we did see in the first trailer, because it isn't just a case of like, okay, dump them in the quantum realm first five minutes and then kick off from there. We do see in the first trailer for this of like, him just kind of walking around the neighborhood, somebody thinks he's Spider-Man, which is kind of funny and all that. So that's all very good. Um, but I, I think it will maybe start like that and sort of ease us into things. And then maybe Cassie will do... What she's going to do. Speaking of Cassie, I've got a little bit of a... Uh, not concern per se. But if you watch the first trailer. And once you finish watching the first trailer. It does give you a bit of the impression. That, oh, is this because she did something stupid. And they end up in the quantum realm. And it's about them getting out of the quantum realm. I do hope there's a bit more context to it than that. But you've also got, I think it's Janet, who is saying about, like, that we can't go back there and, like, hinting that she's got more history, uh, either with Kang or in the Quantum Realm or, or both. Obviously, the film will explore that. 
Um, and the second trailer didn't do anything to sort of divert away from that. So that could be a bit of a sort of... Because I've seen it in Star Trek Discovery a couple of times, mainly with the with the finale of the last season, where it was kind of, oops, someone made a mistake. And you can sometimes get away with that because, you know, when you're dealing with these big, you know, realm te- technology sort of things, of course, things can go wrong. But um, I don't know, that kind of like rubbed me the wrong way in a way where it was sort of, okay, right, fair enough, she makes a mistake and puts him in the quantum realm. But I hope that there's a little bit more to it than just, oops, she pressed the wrong button and then like, now you can meet Kang at a certain point. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. But that's like, if I'm to talk about like concerns, um, because I'm very excited for this film, looking forward to see what, what it does, but that particular little element i'm like okay um i i hope that there's a bit more context to it and that which obviously trailers aren't supposed to have full context because you're supposed to guess which is why i'm here doing a preview podcast but um that was that was the one thing that stuck out in, two, in the two trailers was like oh okay i hope that there's just there's a bit more to it than that so it might seem like a small thing but when you if you go back and watch that first trailer it's kind of that's the event that causes things to, things to kick on um, who knows? Maybe there's some conversations before that, or or we'll we'll see. So, but I thought I thought it'd be fair, you know, instead of me just ignoring that and just you know trying to, you know, give a glowing preview and be overexcited to actually you know to point out things that I'm I'm maybe a bit concerned about or that might not work as well as we might think. So, there's that. Uh, let's talk about um, let's go to the overview here. So, release date 17th of February 2023. That's been the consistent date that I've seen. It's currently the 11th of January, which you know if you're listening to this episode. Although, who knows? You might be listening to it in a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Uh, so yeah, about a month out, which is great. Uh, we just sort of came off the back of Black Panther, which was fantastic. Uh, director Peyton Reed, which is really really good as well. Uh, two hours five minutes. Apparently, this is the longest Ant Man film. Um, it's interesting when we when we talk about like okay this is the Ant Man trilogy and all, all this kind of stuff and like he's got a third one. I remember when we because we first heard like okay Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Quantum Mania and I was like oh that's just some sort of subtitle I didn't really know like uh, specifically what that meant or you know, what what that would mean and obviously we do now well we think we do now but. Um, I feel like this is going to be a bit like with how... Because Captain America does have a trilogy. But his third film is Civil War. Which isn't just a Captain America film. Obviously he's involved. You've got the whole Cap versus... uh, uh, Not Thor. uh, Iron Man. uh, Or um, Steve versus Tony sort of thing. In terms of what what was going on in that film. So I feel this will be similar to that. Because if you go like Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, Thor 1, 2, 3, and 4, none of those films really have like another thing on them. Whereas Captain America, Civil War, Ant-Man 3, and the Wasp, Quantumania. It's not just another film about these characters. It's like another thing going on. So I think that's kind of an interesting element. Because although he clearly is the main... Uh, him and uh, Hope are, are the main characters in, in this film because it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, I think you could say... Scott is the main character here, though. Um, certainly in terms of what we've seen with the Kang interactions. Um, and that being said as well, there, there's not that much of a hope in, in the second trailer. Um, her story hasn't really been, like, 
explored in the trailers yet, but that might be up to us to uh, to see in the film. We probably won't get another trailer, I'd imagine. We might get some TV spots and whatnot. So, but yeah, this feels like kind of okay. We'll do Ant Man and the Wasp again. We'll bring those characters back, and obviously you've got Cassie, you've got Janet, and you've got other people. But let's put him in the quantum realm, and let's have Kang show up, and that's going to be like the bit on top of just another Ant-Man and the Wasp film, which I would have watched another Ant-Man and the Wasp film, because I enjoyed the, the the ones that we've had before, but this is like another element to it, which is uh, quite exciting. Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Hi, speaking of characters and the cast, um, Catherine Newton as uh, says Cassandra Lang, uh, Jonathan Majors as uh, Kang the Conqueror, Evangeline Lilly as Hope Van Dyne, uh, Tony McCarthy as Humanoid, let me just make my screen brighter so I can actually see this thing, um, Bill Murray as Cry- Cryler, I don't really know who that is, I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I don't remember him. Uh, obviously Paul Rudder, Scott Lang. I don't know why he's in the second row here on Google. Like, it, sh- it should kind of be Kang, Scott, and Hope. Like, those are kind of the three main characters. But anyway, never mind. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury. Um, have we seen him in the trailers? I don't think we have, but we do have Secret Wars coming up, so it would make, make sense. The thing for Nick Fury as well, he's kind of like, he's not actually been in loads and loads and loads of the MCU. He's been popping up in the MCU when like the really, really big stuff happens. And this is like another bit of that. Because what was the last time we saw Nick Fury? It was Endgame, wasn't it? Before that, it was... Well, he was in Captain Marvel, but that was a bit of a, a prequel element. Uh, probably was in Infinity War. Before that... I can't remember. Um, But he's sort of like... It's interesting with Nick Fury because... Like, if Nick Fury pops up, you know that it's serious kind of thing. Um, Like when he was assembling the Avengers and went and met Tony Stark. So it makes sense that he's in there if it's going to be as big as what we think. 
Um, who else have we got? Got William Jackson Harper playing somebody. Got Hannah John Kamen, who was a ghost in the... Yeah, she was the villain of the second film, wasn't she? Uh, Louis, played by Michael Peña. Uh, Michael Douglas as Hank. That's the, the, the other one I was thinking of. Uh, Randall Park as Jimmy Woo. Um, he was one of the Division detectives next to... Was it Darcy? I think. Let's see if her name is on here. No, it's not. Um, so yeah, those are some of our, uh, cast of characters that we got for this. Um, yeah, a few people kind of wondered, like, um, about, you know, what, what this might build up to, how this might tie into things, which, as I always say about MCU films and TV shows, you've kind of got two elements for each, which is, what is the story you're telling in this film or TV show? And how does it set up and tie into things that have already happened or set up or connect to upcoming things and new things? Which I think is a very exciting sort of double element of the MCU and has been for a long time. And they've established that for so long and it's 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 been really good. Um, I think I mentioned this on the Phase 4 review yesterday. Um, it feels to me like... Because I don't know a lot about Kang... Um, and obviously we'll learn more about him in this film, which is the whole point. Uh, I don't know a ton about MODOK either, and I'm very curious to see how MODOK fits into this as well. Um, it feels like this may be... Because there's that sort of like, um... What would you call it? Celestial area of the MCU. I'm thinking like Shang-Chi, Eternals, the Marvels, and this film. Those sort of feel like a bit of a pocket of storytelling. Um, a bit like how you kind of had WandaVision, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. They all kind of tied together as a bit of like a multiverse opener. So you've got that going on as well, which is which is interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I think it will just continue to set up those things. We don't fully know what's going on there, but we we saw some stuff in Miss Marvel. We we uh, hopefully we'll see some stuff soon from uh, the Marvels uh, as well. Um, and obviously we've got uh, what happened in Eternals. We've got the stuff that happened in Shang Chi, and this is going to kind of I think this is going to be like the next bigger piece to that as well because this, this feels like the next big piece for the MCU. Um, going on to I've only really got one more point to to discuss is about uh Scott versus Kang, I suppose. Yeah, so Scott versus Kang, uh what is going to happen with that? Now we get a few different hints of things in the trailer which is they seem to make a deal at some point, possibly. That deal seems to have not gone Scott's way because he does say like, "Hey, we had a deal." Um Kang also does say to Scott at a certain point in this trailer um, I can give you the one thing that you want, which is time. Uh, I, oh, I think, no, he says, I can give you the one thing that you want. I think he says, what's that? And then he says, time. Uh, which obviously, you know, quantum realm, very timey-wimey. I imagine this film is going to be like that. Um, so yeah, and then we kind of see Kang beating the shit out of Scott. Uh, and he's got a bloodied face. Um, now, I can't answer this question for you, or for me, or for anybody, but I can speculate on it, of course. Is Scott going to die? Is Ant-Man going to die in this film? It's a possibility. Kang looks very, very powerful. Um, 
there's basically two ways I think that you can go with this. Now, I could be wrong. You know, again, I'm only here to speculate as a fan. Let's say they kill off Scott, right? Which would be a big loss, you know, especially Paul Rudd, the funny guy, MCU. He's been great, very, very much popularised the character of Ant-Man. Um, but people can die, you know. Iron Man died. Um, other characters have died. It would be a gut punch, certainly. Um, especially just because of the, the type of character that Ant-Man is. And people have grown to really love him and love Scott and everything. Um, actually, there's three ways that this can go. Um, so let's say that he does die. You can pick one of two options. One of which is uh, Cassie takes the mantle of, well, not Ant-Man, Ant-Woman, would she be? I, I suppose. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know what her title would be, because you've got Wasp, but then you've already got a Wasp. Maybe she'd get some sort of different name. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what her actual superhero name is, because she has got a suit in this film. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that will get established at some point. Um, or maybe she'll be called Wasp or Ant-Woman, or I, I don't know, something like that. Ant-Girl, maybe? You do have characters like Bat-Girl. Uh, so maybe she could be Ant Ant Girl. That doesn't sort of flow as well. Ant Woman, Ant Man, Ant Girl. Ant Girl almost doesn't like. You got Batman, Bat Woman, Bat Girl. That all flows quite well. Like when you're saying a character's name, Spider Man, Spider Girl, Spider Woman. Hmm. Don't know. You also got like Superman, Superboy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what her name could be. Um, she could possibly take the mantle. Or his mantle, whatever that would be. Obviously, you'd still have. Assumably, you'd have Wasp still surviving. Maybe there's a twist. Maybe Scott doesn't die and Wasp does. Um, maybe there's a different twist. Maybe neither of the two of them die and Cass, uh, Cassie dies. I think that's the least likely thing to happen, but it could happen. Um, but we don't know what this deal is that they've apparently struck. Something to do with time. We we, we seem to because he's like, I can give you what you want, which is time. Okay, what what does that what does that mean? And, oh yeah, Kang also says something to him along the lines of, um, what is it, you're not, I think he says, like, you're not going to win this fight. And Ant-Man, I think he says, uh, we don't, I, I don't have to win, we both just don't, we both just have to lose. I think he says something along those lines, which is like a bit, uh, bit of a chilling line. Um, so yeah, either he dies and Cassie takes his mantle, his role, his place. She also could obviously fit into the Young Avengers anyway. So even if Scott survives or whatever, uh, or if, uh, let, let's say he dies, and obviously you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't need an Ant-Man for the older Avengers. You could just have her be in the Young Avengers and have somebody else in the other group. Um, or he still dies, Scott dies, and we get, a, cause I, I don't know how the MCU was going to handle this particular element. We sort of saw some of it in Spider-Man. A different Scott from a different Earth. Which we kind of saw two of him in the trailer. We don't know quite what's sort of going on there. Um, so that's a possibility. Which one of those do I think will happen? I would say there's a... 55% chance that he dies. Because part of me, part of me in my brain is thinking, oh, he's going to die. It's going to be like this big deal, and it will be if he does die. But 
part of me is thinking, and I, and I won't, I don't know if I'll criticise the film if it takes like the safe option and he doesn't die and there's no sense of stakes because I don't know contextually how that will work because I've not seen the film. I don't know, but there's a there's some discussion about like Kang's way too powerful, Ant Man's a gunner, Ant Man's dead, and you might be right. Certainly might be right. It it looks that way, doesn't it? Um, but it's a talking point from the trailer, certainly. Um, I don't really think anybody was talking about that before this second trailer, and then we saw them fighting and him getting beaten up and stuff, and we're like, oh, he might he might die in this film. Um, so yeah. Don't know, it'd be interesting for that, because we've also got, like, Guardians 3 coming up, and that group is going to be split up in some way, shape, or form after that third film. So it's like, how many big characters do you want to get rid of? Because I, I do see, and you wouldn't have thought this, like, ten years ago, Um, I mean, is Ant-Man a big character? Is he a main character? I think he is for the MCU. If you were to look at, obviously, Marvel's characters as a whole, he's not really a big character. Um... But if you look at the, who we have in the MCU, yeah, Paul Rudd has really like um, put his uh, his himself into this character, and uh, he has really become like a beloved MCU character. So I, I would say he is a main big character. I mean, they've chosen, you know, the MCU. Kevin Feige has chosen for this to be called Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and although he met Loki before, that wasn't like a fight. That was more of a discussion. Um, it seems like the MCU's chosen Ant-Man to take on Kang first. And that's quite that feels like quite a big deal. Um whether or not he'll have the first fight scene in this film with him we, we don't know but still. Anyway, um interesting times ahead, exciting times ahead. I'm very excited for this film. 1 month away, February 17th. Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Um, so yeah, let me know your thoughts. Do you think Scott's going to die? Do you think it'll work out in some other way? Do you think Wasp will die instead? Do you think Cassie will die? Do you think nobody will die? But I don't think Kang is going to die. Although you could have Kang die in this and then a different variant like uh, is in Kang Dynasty, the Avengers film. Because we we still don't actually know if the two Kangs that we've seen so far uh, in this and in Loki are actually the same one. I don't, I don't think we know that at the moment, so... But that's supposed to be to do with like how Kang works as a character. Is there's like lots of different variants of him. So we'll see how it all shakes out. I'm I'm very very excited to see how it does. So, uh, but let me know your thoughts. Do you think he's going to die? Who, who do you think is going to die? Basically, what do you think is going to happen in this film? Is there any points I didn't talk about that you wanted? I hoped that I would and I didn't. Uh, let me know those talking points um, and your own talking points as well. Are you excited? Do you not care about this film at all? Um, and what do you think of Ant-Man as, as a character in the MCU? Do you think he's a big main character? Uh, not Marvel as a whole, but the MCU, this particular film. So, anyway, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK is contact page, information in your show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org and podcast platforms, TV, games, films, main night podcast, take a look at what we do. Over there, um, you can also support us through word of mouth and social media. Let other people know about what we're doing, either by telling them or using social media. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Uh, link for that is in the show notes. Uh, TV and film news, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, film news. Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Uh, Geektown Radio came back this week, uh, so have a look out for this week's episode, which has got me on it. You're welcome, I suppose. Uh, myself and David going through the Geektown Awards, what won what, and um, renewals, cancellations, that sort of stuff. Netflix has been up to there. 
usual, uh, is it shenanigans, is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, usual shenanigans over at Netflix. They did renew something though, which was good as well. So anyway, Geek Time Radio, geektime.co.uk, check out all of that. Uh, Twitch content, Bex, you can find her over there. Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, for classic retro and game streams. Um, E-Talk UK for me over on Twitch for my random game streams of stuff. And then if you miss those, or the game clips, or anything else, like recent FIFA career mode episodes, that sort of stuff, YouTube Entertainment Talk plays. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. See ya. Goodbye.